Hello Rebels, before we kick off today's episode, let me ask you a question. What if we could help you unlock your marketing superpower in one day or less? Actually, to be precise, I mean three hours. Yes, you heard it right. What I'm asking you is three hours of your time to join us for a brand new intensive experience on Marketing Deep Dive. One day masterclass that will help you create marketing strategies that capture hearts and mind. And every single masterclass is going to dive deep into one of our favorite topics of marketing. Maybe that email marketing, hiring, or even automations and beyond. If you want to get the fast track ticket to become irresistible, then I suggest you check out our upcoming marketing deep dive, where you're going to get two hours of hands-on training with lots of exercises and practical group work as well. Plus one hour bonus office hours and Q&A. Oh, and we also have a personalized dashboard and bonus templates to help you apply what you learn in our three hours. And just to put a little bow on it, you also get a certificate of completion to show up wherever you can see. If you'd like to find out what is coming up next and which one is our next marketing deep dive, all you have to do is go to amschool.click slash masterclass. There you'll be able to find our schedule with our upcoming masterclass for you to join. On with today's show. Hello team and welcome back to Old Marketing School. I am very excited because we're back live for the past couple of weeks. We have had some roundups that were actually coming back from some of the old events we did, some of the cool things we've done in the past couple of quarters. And now we are back live, kind of on time, with the wonderful, the fantastical, the amazing balls. Jess, I know, right? Hello, how you doing? Hello, good. Very good. How are you? Happy to be here. Always excited to be here. I am good. It's good to be back. I was going to say I'm good to be back, but no, it is good to be back. I refreshed and I was saying before we jumped on, I feel I have to do the push and pull of having some ideas I want to test, but not rushing into them. Mm. Uh, but the theme for my new era, you know, just a little nod to Taylor Swift is going to be a maximalist era. Oh, That's what I want to explore. Tell me everything. What does that mean? <laughs> Tay Tay. Um, with that Taylor reference, uh, I had a little light bulb, and this is how my brain works, everybody. And I was thinking, I want to switch things up a bit, especially when it comes to our social, especially when it comes to our Instagram, because we do have quite a big audience, but I'm I'm still trying to find our feet when it comes to where we want to go. And you know, I've been obviously quality over quantity is always my thing. Uh, and also one of the formats that I love doing is video. So literally talking at video comes so easy for me. And so that one is something that I would do anyway. But then I was also like the content that would support that as well. I was thinking it could be carousels because it makes sense and it's educational. But also I am hating the idea of having to do lots of carousels because I just hate it. So I was looking around and then I just came into an idea and I was like, I've been doing less because I put so much pressure on myself for each piece of content to be kind of crafted perfectly. And I was like, I want to go maximalist. I want to actually try and see if we can use Instagram a bit more to tell people also what we are doing, which when you think about it, it's literally against what everybody's saying on Instagram. So I know it's completely counterintuitive. People are like, don't sell, don't talk about what you're doing, talk about what you're doing, I'm talking about what you're doing. And I'm like, I just want to let people know, you know, 
Look at the outline. All I do is sell. <laughs> Every post, you know, like, babe. You know, like, all I do is win-win. All I do is sell, sell, sell. <laughs> no matter what. No, but it, that's, like, my mantra. I This is how I get my own clients. This is how I help my clients sell out their programs. You can be maximalist, but you... Every single post, the intent literally of every single post is to sell something. And if it's not to sell something, it's to nurture someone. So I will help, I will sell mm. them something later down the line. Like, don't listen to these gurus, man. Like, when someone said um, threads is cool, but it's not for selling anything. You cannot sell your stuff on threads. Leave threads alone. Don't sell stuff here. I was like, babe, did you like, it's for, sell your shit. <laughs> Speak your truth. <laughs> it's also one of those things, thank you so much for saying that, by the way, it's the extra little nudge that I needed. But also it's one of those things where I think it came down to me realizing the different things that we're doing. And then I looked almost like from an outsider perspective, because I came back from holiday, I looked at our Instagram, which again is active uh, or should be active if I put the effort into it and it's got quite a big audience. And I was like, but when I look at it, I can see very little about what we actually offer. Mm. And I was like, we literally release a template every month because Notion is my best friend. We literally do training every month. We have events every month. And I'm like, "Mm, but then these posts don't get as many likes. That will be, you know, the little the little guru in your hair just kind of like dancing yeah, but and shuffling. It's, it's true though. If it doesn't get many likes or much engagement, then the, the work you're putting in, the notion templates you're putting out there, like no one's going to see it. So something's got to give. Exactly. So I want to do it as an experiment just to see because I feel I'm kind of like, I cannot expect people to know mm-hmm. unless they actually tell them what is going on. And then we use that as a way to then be like, if you want to find out more, these are different things and these are different steps. So is almost like setting free from the engagement rate, setting free, which again goes literally against everything we talk about as marketers, everything we're in our heads at first and what people look at to see if things are working. But I don't know. I found that when I do the things that make me happy, when I do things in a less, more effortless way, I just stick to it more. I just enjoy it more. It just comes more easily. Case in point, your excellent post, which you're going to talk us about now, the little video that you did. Yes, babe. The video that you did, which killed me about the seven figure. And I literally was, I was rolling on the floor. Not literally, because that would be interesting. But I was figuratively rolling on the floor because it was amazing. Tell us, literally, re-enact it for Uh us. Because it was a great example of just something that just made sense. Okay, my feed, and I did it to myself because we are the curators of our own Instagram feed. And somehow I got into Biz Babe Coach seven figure algorithm, and they were bloody everywhere. I made this much money. Here's how I got this many leads. Here's conversions, monetizing. Like it was everywhere. And I was like, oh, I can't see another girl in a pink suit jacket again telling me how much money she's made. <laughs> I can't. I can't. And so I, I just made it because I'm like, it's so easy to... And listen, I'm not saying I can't make seven figures. In the video, I said, here's how I made seven... Here's how I hit seven figures last week in my small business or something like that. And then I said, I didn't. Do you see how easy it is to lie on this app? And I don't... I don't suspect people of lying, but a lot of people, especially on Instagram, they fabricate 
they like expand on the truth and they make everything seem really shiny and also a big believer in if it's worked for their business it doesn't necessarily mean it will work for yours even if you hire them as your coach and I think it's so unethical of these coaches to say how much money they've made it's kind of like giving false promises saying I can also give you this power you can make this much money too when like that's not usually not what happens I've actually spoken to I'm in launch mode at the moment I'm speaking to a lot of people and they're I've had so many conversations with small business owners saying how much they've been burned by coaches and businesses who promised something and didn't deliver and they lost loads of money I just made that as like a quite a funny little whim because I felt like I felt very sassy that day (laughs) first of all bring the sass keep it up we love that so you know let's keep feeding that that little that little sassy brain what is really interesting to me as my background is in marketing as both of our backgrounds are in marketing but then when I started my business nine almost 10 years ago so next year I started it as a business coach for wellness entrepreneurs which it wasn't a thing nine years ago it wasn't literally maybe in the US a bit but it wasn't a thing and I remember that what I brought to the perspective a lot was what I still bring now, which is less systems. This is what I naturally then fell into, but also is the perspective and the structure to kind of help make their life easier, whether whether then your client follows the advice or not. I always found that that was more natural to me. And also I love kind of strategizing. Then obviously though, I'm also a marketer. So I've seen that firsthand. And obviously when you are in the group of people, as you say, even with, you know whether it's the algorithm or in general, when you live in that, area then you see all these conversations happening but also I'm still a marketer on my core and I think as a marketer first something that we learned but we didn't realize especially working with teams or with clients on a more marketed level don't think about coach level a lot of the time people expect ROI or return of investment to be very clear to be you know results like growth etc to be a set thing and as marketers we learned that I think an element of career growth is in learning that Actually, what you can do is identify what are some of the things that you can, quote unquote, promise. Because there are some things as a marketer you can promise if you are good at your job. You can promise a clear strategy. You can promise or deliver, let's say actually about deliver, not promise, a clear strategy. You can deliver systems, I believe, or processes. You can even deliver content. So you can actually make other people's lives easier. And this is also what you do with your content club and some of the stuff you do. You actually give some tools. And this is obviously how I started this school. When you do our certification, just to give a a real example, I never wanted our certification to be, I mean, helping people grow their marketing business or grow their marketing career by making X amount of money. I wanted it to be so that we can help you set your systems, the processes, and also do tangible things that you can do again and again. Manifestos, audience personas and research, content strategy, marketing strategy, all these things, we do it together so you have something to take away but also we give you the blueprints to do them again and again and again for yourself and others. These are tangible things. And I think sometimes we forget that there are things that we can deliver or that we can offer. And we have to remember that a lot of people get swept away by the big numbers or by the big things. And I genuinely find that that's, even for me, is a type of messaging that can resonate with some people, but as you say, can leave us burnt or also have expectations that are not going to be hardly met because, as you say, my business is not your business. What works for you doesn't work for me. But I think, and then I'm done with my rant, there are some constants that we can find that do work. There are some things that if we do, we're going to see results because it means we have more time, more clarity, more consistency, more freedom. Instead of 
chasing constantly the golden goose. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. It was a pleasure. I hope I made sense. I know you did 100%. I liked what you said about there is some things that will work, that is proven to work. Like, I'm not being salesy, promise. But inside the content club, the premise of it is a content strategy that we've created for small business owners. I'm not making an individual one for each one. It's taken from results from my one-to-one clients, from knowing my industry knowledge and also my own account. I I see what the top engaging content pieces are across the board in small business. And I bring that into the club every single month. Am I saying that it's going to work for every single person? Absolutely not. I don't know if it's going to work for you, but this has been proven to work in the industry. So try it and see if it does work for you. And I find it's really interesting that you brought uh, threads in as a conversation as well, yes. because that's the other thing I find that then so often, I'm going to talk about where you're at with threads, I promise mm. we're going to check in on that. But that's the thing, a new platform comes in, everybody's, or a new feature even, if you want to even go smaller, everybody jumps at it. And then you see that then some gatekeeping and rules start happening. And like, for example, it's kind of interesting that everybody was excited. And even I was excited that threads could have been a place of people just chilling and do what they wanted to do. And then actually that became a rule that you have to be chilling and you cannot. Yeah. Stop. So it's kind of a, how are we literally d- doing what we said we were not going to do? I genuinely don't understand. Now, Meta's doing a couple of things. I want to say this and then I'm going to check in on you with threads in general. Um, Meta is working still on a few things because obviously Threads has been very, very simple. So, you know, things like the following feed, other like ways to start conversations. So it was such a black canvas that they will be looking at adding and kind of change and shift things. And that's going to be really interesting. That's happened in the last couple of weeks. Uh, very interesting as well, how obviously Instagram is still pushing Threads from that as well, for you to be able to access things and like, you know, making little splash announcements. But Obviously, at the same time, when you read the news, you also see the numbers have gone down when it comes to engagement and users and things. I'm not shocked, but also I've been on holiday as well, for example. So that's the other interesting thing. They launched, obviously, yes, things shifted for X. God. But also they launched in summer. So the hype is real, but then also real life hits. So I generally don't know if Fred is going to be the next clubhouse. What are your thoughts and how are you currently using it or not using it? I want you to insert a clip from last time we spoke about threads. Live fast, die young. (laughs) Literally, I think it was so shiny and exciting. We all flocked to it like flies to the lamp. Like we were like, ah. And I, I just forget. I forget it's a thing. I forget. I really do. And I loved what you said that, we all said oh this is a fun place let's make it let's make this fun and casual and then oh my god I have to be fun and casual on here (gasps) I have to think of something funny and then we got these pressures around it I don't use it I literally I did it I went on it yesterday and I think I met I wrote something like dust off threads app is anyone still here engagement's really weird on there like I think you know since it is quite quiet maybe you can if you like it utilize it and like go own threads be the thread king or whatever you want to be it's really boring for me now like there was something whimsical about posting what I had for lunch and and sharing every thought bubble that came in my head but it didn't stick it didn't become an extension of mine because I've 
it just really feels like an app where I'm adding to noise and I don't ever want to do that. I don't want to just be talking for the sake of it. And I don't want to be on an app for just for the sake of it. Like my online time is you, I'm here so much in this virtual world. I'm always there. And it's like, I find it really boring. So I'm not there. But there's something about X, which is like intriguing me. And I've never been a Twitter girl ever. But X, something about it. I'm like, ooh, Oh, there's shit going down over there. Oh, I want to see. I haven't downloaded it. I haven't made my ex account, but I don't know. There's something, there's something, it's doing something for me. It's, it's tantalating my fantasy at the moment. Tantalate. Oh, tantalate is a, is a good word. I do like <laughs> a good word. Um, to be honest, we were talking to somebody. Uh, the podcast interviews are coming up in less than a month. They're coming back on the 4th of September. I'm not going to say who's the first guest, but we're chatting with some guests. And uh, very interesting as we're chatting about changes and differences, both me and the guest, I've been a Twitter, I'm going to call it Twitter for now, just for this moment. I've been a Twitter fan at the beginning, after the change of hands and arms, maybe a bit less, but still I've been very solidly on the platform, committed to it. And one of the reasons why I'm still there is mainly because of the good people that are there, the trolls I ignore, the good people and the good connections that I've made there. It's been so much easier to make it there than on other platforms which is sad in a way because I wish I could say the same for Instagram, but I find that it's so hard to reach some people. And also because I think Instagram, it can get very distracting for a lot of ways. Whereas honestly with Twitter, I think a lot of us are still looking out for the connections that we have or X. Mm. See, I get confused all the time. And so I'm interested in seeing where it goes, but both of us, me and the mystery guest said that, we are still there because of the people. If the people went, then probably we would go. And I think the problem with um, threads, as you said, and I love what you said, is that whatever you're saying, you're adding, you almost feels like you're adding to the noise. And for example, for me, the way that I wanted to use it and whether I will keep on using it or not, I don't know, was actually a way to find new people to connect or partner or brands to spotlight or people to interview, people that are doing cool stuff. Because it, there is an element of ease of just asking things and then getting responses that I would enjoy, almost like a market research in different ways. The problem is that that was kind of good for the first week and a half. And then even that started to widen down, people actually being willing to respond. And so for me, that was my goal on it and my focus. And now that that's also gone, I'm like, well, I'm going to be here anyway. But um, fear not if you like um, text, because uh, TikTok is adding support for text posts because nobody asked for it. Oh no. They are. And it looks like basically if anybody is on Instagram, pretty much everybody listening will be. It's literally like the create format for stories, you know, the create kind of way of doing it with text. That's literally what it is. Ugh, Why? Gross. It's just Why? gross. It's gonna look really weird on the app. I can't see it slinking in naturally. I can't like it's gonna don't I don't like it. For me it's more like Instagram is going which is that that's what makes funny. Instagram is going to the B roll, you know, the B roll with text on it kind of trend. We're seeing it, it's happening, so it's something to ping in somebody's head. If you're are looking for something that becoming more and more prominent, that's one. Which is as close as literally just having a reel that has some text on it pretty much yeah. and then tiktok is going this way and i like the tiktok it's saying oh, i need i need to tell you this because i i just don't understand okay so tiktok uh, press team had to look excited about this so that's what they wrote we're thrilled to announce the expansion of text posts on tiktok a new format for creating text-based content that broadens options for creators to share their ideas and express creativity 
with text post, wait for it, we're expounding the boundaries of content creation for everyone on TikTok. Given the creativity we've seen in comments, captions, and videos, a dedicated space to shine. <laughs> I just don't think anyone's going to use it, and I might be wrong, but I do, maybe as a conversation starter, Mm. It might be good, but that's kind of what Threads was doing. And now we've we've found out like it's really difficult to start conversations over there. Not difficult, but it's just like no one knows what to say anymore. TikTok, the beauty of their like creative captions and comment section, like you can go vi- your a comment of a comment can go viral. You know, you can wake yeah. up like with thousands and thousands of likes on a comment that you left on someone else's comment on a video. Like it's such it's so fun because people are like reading and like they're having little like their own little circles it's so cool and I can see why they'd want to champion that because it's fun I see what it looks like I just I don't know I'm I'm bamboozled by it I haven't seen any yet so that's the only thing I haven't seen any like use I, I'm not much as much on TikTok anyway to be honest when it comes to my first choice of like platform I'll be very, very honest yeah. um so that's the other thing as well to be said but I just found it very interesting when I saw it because I was just like okay we're trying something here don't know if it's gonna land but it's interesting to see it literally, they started rolling it out at the time that Threads was just about doing okay. So there is part of me that is thinking, why, guys, are you all literally... It's like, um, what's it called in English? Oh, you're going to have to tell me now. The listener, that's Italian in me that comes out, is the... It's called the telephone in Italian. It's called like the, the, the telephone game where you say, say something... Say it in Italian. Then, it's called Telefono Senza Fili, which is like the cordless phone, where basically you're saying something to somebody and then... Chinese the whispers. Chinese whispers, that's the one. See, I had it on top of my head. Is it Chinese it's bit, whispers? It's a bit like, where did that come from? Is that problematic? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But now at least you know what I'm talking about because that's how I see the platforms doing it. It's like we start with one, they, they try something and then it goes and again and again and again down, down, down the road and then it becomes something more warped that is still something that looks like the one that we start with. Yeah, so I'm weird. really interested in seeing that. Uh, but again, TikTok didn't make me angry, though. But I know that TikTok made you. I'm livid. <laughs> <laughs> so not angry, livid. <laughs> I'm livid. Li- I'm disgusted. Tell us more. Tell us more. It's, what, it's why, why are you disgusted? Tell us more. Listen, when you're in, when you're on the app, there's a, there used to be a lovely transition between seeing someone's post on your For You page and swiping to go to their main, their page and like learning more about them. No, no, no. That's gone. They said, bye. They said, we don't want that. They said, we want to be the shopping channel now. And like the article that we've got, just like, ugh. So now if you're scrolling and you swipe, so dyslexic, I have to get my LLR out. If you swipe right, rather than going to a profile, you're taken to the shop page where you can find everything that you don't need tapped you can find like something that's going to end up in a landfill very soon if you would like to buy that it's like ridiculous what's on there it's like it feels like Shein it feels like Temu it feels like all that rubbish stuff and I'm like I hate it I actually hate it take it away but I'm guessing because they've they've done that I'm guessing the shop is just going to get busier and busier and busier because you're like throwing it in their face and you've you've added this function in to what users were really it was like second nature as like an action now to see someone's profile you have to tap their little head 
in the little profile picture and it's really clunky and it doesn't work sometimes. So I feel like they're taking away the spotlight from the creators and just shining it all on horrible, horrible, horrible product. Not even like gorgeous small business owner products. Like nothing, if it, if, if it was full of like my girlies with their like amazing t-shirts and it was full of, the shop was full of my small business owner community there who were all selling their own stuff. And they That was spotlighted great. But it's just selling like horrible things, <laughs> horrible tap. Lots of lots of loo rolls, basically. Lots of loo rolls. I'm a, I'm a fan of the splash. I'm a splash girl. But it's it's loo rolls. It's like water bottles. It's trend. It's trend trending yeah. plastic. Which is why the article talked about Amazon as kind of what they're going after as well. I can see that, and it's a shame. I genuinely find that the only platform that really does well to small business owners when it comes to kind of that support and, and and that spotlight is Pinterest when it comes to the shopping element. Obviously, it's not like they go way and beyond it, but obviously because they look at small creators and small business owners, they obviously support and encourage, you know, Shopify integrations, uh, Etsy integrations, if you also use Etsy and anything else in between. So I find that that's kind of like a nice place that you still can find some. Obviously, you've got the bigger brands, but that's the other thing. You either have the bigger brands or you have the small crafty kind of small business owners. You can find a bit more of that. I found some really cool smaller businesses, like a like a eco version of Britta, for example, for water yeah, I from Pinterest. Yeah. Mm. Whereas I find the TikTok is going down that road of, again, talking about maximalism today, is that maximalist kind of knowing what works and so capitalizing on that. And I love that you mentioned looking at the user behavior because that's what Instagram did, which is so interesting. That's how they did it well, in my opinion. Uh, they changed the way that you can either send or save content or something like that. If you do go where you would usually go to save or send, I don't remember which one it is, the content, I think it's saved maybe, they will still tell you, oh, by the way, we've changed things around. This oh, yeah, they to tell go. me every you day. You remember that one? Yeah, they tell you know? me every day, so I keep clicking the wrong thing. They're like, hey. It's <laughs> when you copy, thing, you just... share it or copy a link. They're like, we've moved this, so it's easier for you. I'm like, it's not easier yet, babe. It's been months and I'm clicking the wrong thing. But, but that's you. what I mean. It shows you, though. It shows you like how ingrained some of these movements and some of these things are for us when it's an action that you do a lot. Yeah. So I love that you picked up on that when it comes to the way that you got onto the app. And again, it's a shame that it really, the people that mainly affect is the creators yeah. and it's like their spotlight and like, cause obviously the for you page is such a platform for that. And then yeah. if you cannot even then get people to you know check you out and kind of see if you're the right fit for them from there, then you're potentially losing all that traction. Mm-hmm. So yeah, TikTok, we're not impressed. We're not impressed at all. No. I mean, to be honest, we haven't had a lot of great words for anybody today, aside from potentially X, which is surprising. But um, I don't know. I'm interested in seeing... Obviously, it's August, so things are quieter. I'm interested to in seeing in some of the changing developments with the final part of the year, more than anything... I'm thinking what I'm interested in seeing, I want to hear your opinion to close off today, how we're going to come back from time off or quieter time because things are, if anything, there's less pressure, less emails in your inbox, less, and actually see how we're going to approach social media going into the final quarter of the year. I'm kind of Mm. saying a bit more than a quarter because I'm adding September into it, but I don't know. 
I feel every year because of the big P, so to speak, and don't think dirty everybody, but the last four years have been very different. Each year we have gone for a challenge or a different way of doing business or work and stuff. And I think coming at the back of 2023 is going to be very different from the back of 2022. And I'm wondering whether this constant, I don't know if you've seen in conversations about constant burnout and overwork and overwhelm, is it going to come to a head and we're actually going to see a big change in how we show up online and on social and how we do our marketing? Maybe yes, maybe no. But that's one of the things that I'm wondering about because I think we are coming to a head that is different than last year and the year before. Yeah, I agree with you. I think from a small business perspective, I think everyone's burnt out. They are tired of trying to be relatable and funny all the time just to nurture their audience. I do think there's going to be a shift and I think people are going to start. It's kind of like what you were saying at the beginning where you're transitioning your page to people are going to become more salesy and just tell you what it is they have and how to buy it and who it's for rather than having to cushion that content with here's something I think you'll find funny just because like I hope people are going to start having more fun with content but I think because everyone's so burnt out because everyone's so tired of trying to put on this like be the jester be the educator be the this be the that they're just going to get on there sell what they need to sell say what they need to say and probably like come off again and I think there's absolutely no problem with that whatsoever I'm about it if you can and I I talk about this quite a lot if you can this salesy content will be sprinkled with your values your meanings who you're for all that kind of stuff I'm not just saying like bye 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 sell 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 like we're not all for Wall Street I think because everyone is tired they just need to do what they need to do so they're going to post about their offer and maybe like back off a bit I love that. And I, I genuinely feel that that's, that's maybe subconsciously what I've been doing. I was mm. like, if I'm just creating content for the sake of creating content to kind of warm audience up by actually educating and then having a very subtle way to have a call to action that goes towards nothing because I can even say, go to the link in bio because Instagram doesn't like it, then sod it. I'm going to do yeah. like a, a, you know, like a little like kind of throwing, flipping the table and just walking yeah. off. It's like, if you want something, especially it's not, as I said to you as well, the, the example that I have in my head and shout out to them from that side of things is later media because I think it's great. They're not constantly selling, but they're constantly telling you we have this resource for you. We have this paid thing for uh-huh. you. We have this free thing for they you. We have constantly this driving you. you. Off you go. Go here. Go over here. And that's what I want to do. I want content yeah. that drives because we yeah. have a lot of free content. We have a lot of great free tools as well as mm. paid stuff. Lots of free events, as I said, as well. And I'm just gatekeeping them because then you're afraid that there's not going to be the number of likes that you want or the number of comments oh, that yeah. you want. And I'm like, we got to change your change your vanity metric. But this is why it's posting content on Instagram is so tiring at the moment because you put so much effort into it. You mm-hmm. post it and it doesn't get the engagement. And engagement and reach is every day getting lower and lower and lower because more people are posting, more people are making noise. It's never ever going to be 2013 Instagram one hashtag and emoji ever ever again so and it's really difficult muscle to train but if you can say I get my kicks from downloads and cash rather than likes that's where I get my dopamine hit from it really does change things I love that that's a great reminder even for me as I said because it's like um you know you know irrationally but then subconscious hits so yeah of course everyone we all care about it we all care about it so much 
Thank you so much, babe. Then remind us where can people find out more about you? I'm just going to say in the show notes, you can also click to find out more about the content club. Just saying, but tell us a bit more before we leave. So we are open. The doors are open for the content club right now. If you're looking for a done for you content strategy and a network of like-minded small business owners to chat about the highs and lows and everything in between, follow us at thecontentclub.co. That's our website. And that's the name of our Instagram page. Or you can come follow me or follow both, jessica.sophia.brudo. That's my page. Thank you so much, Jess. And thank you so much, team. It's good to be back, shall we say. And as always, we'll be back next time. We want ways to show up as you want and actually have fun in the process. I think that's the most important thing anyway. But until then, class dismissed.